Hello and welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I'm Doug, with me is Deb, hey. where we are pretty much reliving um, 1997 OzFest right now. Um, with the music that's playing, yes. It's, yes. Yeah, it's, we could it's, probably move over to our regular booth, but we're settled now, so we're not gonna. No, yeah, no, it's like moving on a bus. Once you sit down. You, you're just done. Yeah. So, Doug, you wanted to tell me a horrible story. Well, I didn't want to, but... Um, um, I insist you tell me a horrible story. Yeah, I kind of uh, had mentioned it, and then you were like, oh, no, wait for the podcast. And so here we go. We had a uh, associate at work who walked into our kitchen and said, wow, it's hotter than the Holocaust back here, uh, oh which God. is fine. First of all, that's terrible. Right. Well, it gets However, worse. I feel like there's a follow-up that is yes. so much worse. Um, he said this in front of... Um, my friend and coworker, and uh, who's from the Philippines, so there's a bit of a cultural disconnect. Well, yes, I get that he probably didn't get world history like no, that no, because no, no, nobody no, no. ever he, hears. He, I can't use names, but the chef uh, knew exactly what he was saying. Now the girl, uh, my friend, uh, has the cultural disconnect, so she well, heard him say that. Than the Holocaust is not a saying. No. Unless um, you're dying in a train car. Well. Okay, so in that, Which she comes up to I'm me and says, "Really sad and crying inside so then, my vagina." So then, uh, so then she comes up to me and uh, she's like, "Oh, that's what he said," that's and whatever. So and um, is it drag? three doors down is playing. Well, it doesn't help. No, no, sexual Sahara. Um, a good name for a band, though. Anyway, so she comes up to me and says, "You know, this is what he said." And she goes, I went, oh, because, you know, be offended by nothing or everything. You don't get to choose. And I'm fine with Holocaust jokes. But um, it doesn't even make sense. And frankly. Did you just say Anne frankly? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I just, some people uh, do not see the humor in them. Anyways. Come on, that was better than your acting. Not see the, okay. Nobody can see me giving him the finger. I'm She's giving, giving him the, the finger. finger. Hard. Yeah. Like I don't mo- know if you can see this, but I'm doing it, it as hard as, as like, I can. I was like, yeah, I can move tonight in Aquatine. So she goes, oh, is what he said. And I went, oh, that's, that's rough. And she goes, yeah, because there were like so many people there. And I went, oh, actually, no, mostly, because mostly of... Mostly the Holocaust was very, very cold. But still. Are your personal asides going to ruin my story? Pretty much, yeah, go okay. ahead. So then I had to explain the ovens thing to her because she didn't know what I was talking about. The end. Here's the thing, though, is that they didn't put the people in ovens we can move alive. On. <laughs> we can move on. Fine, I will not dissect your joke on, uh, sorry, the joke you heard on how inaccurate it was. Also, can I bitch slap her a little? She's a human bicep. All she does is crossfits. You... Not saying she would slap you back. I'm just saying it'd be like slapping a steak. So what you're telling me is I should meet her and say, "Oh, you're the dumb one," and then just walk it's away. It's not dumb. And let her I, I just don't know. It. I don't know the extent of the school system in the Philippines. So she's the one I should go up to and say, "Hey, maybe you don't use local color and slang until you understand what it actually means." Once again, Deb, she didn't say it. You're the one who wanted to open this way. Do you want to restart? It's just more of the things. It's like no, no, we do a no, lot no. Of, we're done. No, we do a lot of uncomfortable and off-color humor. I'm like, if you don't think it's funny, you don't think it's funny. But at least know why you're laughing. It shouldn't. 
Did I not leave enough breadcrumbs on this one? Because you don't seem to be no, able to no, follow. No, no, I just, I keep, like, I like making you this uncomfortable. Like, you're totally doing, like, Picard-level head-on-hand. Like, yeah. Stop making it so. <laughs> However, what is your first on the list? Oh, man, well, let's... We should probably open up with a disclaimer. Doug saw the Avengers. I we did not. Talk. I will say, I'll write spoilers on the top of the episode, because we're going to talk about stuff with spoilers. But I am going to do a non-spoiler review of Avengers, so you don't need to worry about it. Um, but if you really already... don't want to hear anything about it, even someone's opinion that doesn't involve spoilers, then I'll just tell you when to scrub the four minutes that we talked about it. The duck has already secured my promise. I will see it before next week, and we will talk about it then. We'll probably spend most of the episode on it. Yeah, right. Um... Though I did see this in, in, in theaters, and I think that makes a huge difference, this is a Venom trailer. That makes a huge difference. Okay. One, we finally get to see Venom. Okay, that's not my problem. My problem is that Tom Hardy looks terrible. You guys got an alien talking to him. In- no, I'm just, I mean, like, the man looks like he's puffy and hasn't slept in days and is basically living on alcohol and has a kidney infection. Yeah, I'd give that Deadly Brock. Like, he, he looks like he's not taking care of himself. Yeah, I'd, I'd, do I'd say Do we think that's a character choice, I think or do so. we think that's how he looks? I think so. Okay. So it's a character choice. Yeah, no, I, I think okay. he, yeah. As a, like, as like a, an investigative journalist type, I... Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I'd go, so, okay, so Nine Nails is fine. I mean, kind of a weird one to have playing in the background while we talk about the Venom trailer. It's like playing Elliot Smith while from like, drinking in a bar. Yeah. Do you want everyone to yeah. drink till they die? Or like listening to like Hallelujah during a sex scene. Um, you still have. Uh, I know. God, it I still like, makes me angry. I know. Anyways, Venom yeah. trailer. So, um, are they going to get the my theater? money? Yes. They're going to get my money. And I talked to a friend of mine who's a diehard Spider-Man fan and has been since he was a kid because his yeah. father was a diehard Spider-Man fan and still has all of the long boxes with all of the Spider-Man nice. comics. But am I excited? No. I just feel like it's something I should see because I'm obligated to see it. I think we talked about this off-air when, the, when the full trailer first hit online. And oh, God, I'm, it looks so I'm, bad. I'm truly waiting for so to bad. see how Venom moves. I want to okay, see a full body How do you feel about the, the, like, Venom talking to him and him talking to Venom? I like it. I'm fine. The symbiote, they talk, they talk. They refer to themselves as, they, we are Venom. We don't like no, Spider-Man. No. We no, refer to I, ourselves I in the royal we. It seems so disconnected. Will it get, like, a little bit more connected later on? You mean, like, will they think the same? Will they ever agree on anything? Or is it someone controlling Yes, they body? both hate Spider-Man. <laughs> Um, but that's never going to happen And Black is movie. Slimming. They'll probably both agree on that. Except that that's never going to happen in this movie. They're never going to hate Spider-Man well, in this movie. We don't know that. We Yeah, no, you're right. Because apparently the Life Foundation is, is the bad guy on this one. Like I said, the um, merger is not going to happen for years. It probably will never happen. Sony's not going to give up Spider-Man. Well, I mean, I know they kind of did. merging. There will not be Sony. Who's Sony merging with? Why are you looking at me like that? Sony's not a thing anymore. Sony's Sony's trying to... uh, Disney's trying to buy Sony. Or at least the USA version of Sony. That is 100% not true. Okay. Are you thinking Fox? I am thinking Fox. That's why I was like, there's... Yeah, whatever. Smack it. I'm not going to smack it. Um, Like I said, Sony's trying to buy Fox. They're not trying to buy Fox. They're trying to get the Marvel properties back. 
Um, that's what's going on. Well, and that merger is a while I mean, away, but it's... They tried their best to bring Spider-Man they, into the ground, and they haven't done it yet. But, you know, they wrecked Fox Fantastic Four. Fox is Sony. So just... Um, Fox is Fantastic Four, though. I think they'll get Fantastic Four back. They already did. Did they? You um, know why? Because it was so Because Fox bad. cannot get it right. Oh, my God. I mean, don't get me wrong. So I like the first one. But after that, Silver Surfer and then the reboot were Do you not remember awful. that Jessica Alba talked about the fact she almost quit acting because the director of Silver Surfer told her to cry pretty? Chris, was that still Chris Columbus? No. Because he did the first one. I think it was some no-name. Okay. Like I said, um, he told her to cry pretty. I would fucking quit acting if somebody told me to cry pretty. How about you go fuck yourself? You can weep pretty, but not cry. When does she cry in that? Who cares? Um, why are we talking that. about that? I mean, I know why we're talking about we're that, talking but I mean, about like they're mishandled franchises. Yes, but I, Fox isn't going to give up X Men. They really should. But I think Marvel will get the word mutant back. Yeah, Apocalypse wasn't good. No, Apocalypse was rough. It made money. But we'll see. We'll see what good. Phoenix does. I'll see it. No, are you kidding me? I love Phoenix. That's one of my favorite storylines. But, do I wish somebody else had the rights? I do. I wish Marvel had the rights. Exactly. Do I wish somebody else had the rights? I do. So we'll see. With Venom, I, I don't have... I don't have I'm not saying high hopes. I'm saying I'm going to walk into it with moderate expectations. That's From what I've seen, except, except, for, except, for, except for when you see like the Venom symbiote, when they go, we are Venom. And they finally agree on something. I think it looks good. Yeah, like all the way up to that, I am oh, solid. Thank you so much. I'll be talking a lot because Dad will be chewing her food later. Um, no. True. No. Watch, folks, watch. There's her crispy sandwich. She's now she's chewing so she can't talk without good manners. So I want to see him move. I want to see a full body venom. I mean, I want to kind of know, like, I mean, they're going to have to explain his powers to some extent in that probably enhanced strength, agility, okay, moderately what, bulletproof. What's your mental venom? What's my... Mental venom. Did you really swallow that that quickly? It wasn't that fast. Thank you, dear. Uh, the Japanese girl eating that cotton candy on that video I watched. That was insane. So, my mental venom is actually from, like, the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Uh, voiced by Hank Azaria. Yes. Why it's wouldn't I know that? It's not from the shitty, you know, movies that came afterward that tried to make the symbiote okay. I didn't mind. Uh, see, Venom is not my big bitch with Spider-Man Three. No, that's not. I my, didn't. I didn't mind Venom. That's not my big bitch either. I'm just saying that my Venom is still in the cartoons. It's not in live action. Okay. Same way Mark Hamill's a people's Joker. I get it. Um. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't. I mean, my Venom is the Venom you're going to see, because when I became more cognizant of what I was reading in comics, it wasn't just, oh, this is Spider-Man fighting someone, and I started looking at writing and art and so forth and so on. That was early 90s, mm -hmm. and Venom Lethal Protector was hot on the heels of that. Um, so, I mean, my Venom is very much Lethal Protector. He's takes out bad guys or people he thinks thinks he deserves to be punished mm -hmm. um, he's got the ex-wife in there there's shady conspiracy to get the symbiote 
um, and create more symbiotes. Mm-hmm. Or symbiotes, I think they call them in the movie, but whatever. I mean, we've got... Um, it's, it's gems versus stones in terms of the Infinity stuff. Um, San Francisco, a lot of people freaked out about that, and I was like, nah, he was based in San Francisco for a long time. Yeah, but so, when you have Tobey Maguire, you have New York. Well, when you have Spider-Man. Spider-Man is very New York. I mean, that was in Civil War when Captain America goes, where are you from? And he goes, Queens. He goes, yeah, Brooklyn. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, Spider-Man is very New York. Um, or Boston. Effect. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That's what I said. Um, Still, the single greatest But I mean, X has been very time. New York. Cause, I mean, they're best, they're uh, out of, they're best out of, Lord Doug, out of uh, Westchester. I mean, it's just, that's where they're based. It's, you know. Um, especially being Spider-Man being a teenager, well, at the, at early on, um, you know, it was very New York. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm, like I said, I want to see, I want to see another trailer. I want to see more. Old people listen to their phones so loudly, and I don't care if he hears me. He probably can't because his phone's so loud. Also, his hearing's probably going. And I don't it's care. Not him. It's the dick bag on the It's who? They're not supposed to have their laptop on the bar. I hope he spills his beer on it. Um, yeah, people that watch stuff without headphones, man, that's our fucking social contract this week. It's also people that listen to music out loud on their phone or their boombox. Yeah, yeah. On public transit. Like, if you just... Just because you like something doesn't mean everyone else does. That's true. Even if, I, even if I do like the song, it's still rude. Um, so... Oh my God, we can fucking hear you. Are you talking about Kelly Clarkson? I don't know if this is Kelly Clarkson. All I know is it sucks. It's not. Um, it's alright. So, uh, Archer, Danger Island. Not good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not thrilled. I'll watch it because it's Archer. But did you see, did it seem like the first episode kind of jumped in the middle of a story? Pretty much, yeah. Like, it was like, like there was why no... Are they all there? There was no, like, was when, they did, when they did Archer, um... So no, but like when they did Archer um, Dreamland, I was said twice. When they do Archer Dreamland, like they set up that world pretty quickly. Whereas in uh, uh, Danger Island, I they think don't. They basically, just assume us that you think that, it's Casablanca. Yes, I agree. But um, do you think they assume that just it's like Archer season? What is this like nine? I think it's like at this they point don't they're like anymore. yeah. Well, I think Adam Reed does take pride in his work, but I think he's like. Yeah, they watch Archer and they'll figure it out. I mean, they pretty much set up that the you know island is full of danger, so that's enough for me. I, mean, well, I do like Krieger Parrot. That it's it's pretty isolated. They set up the fact that you know boats and planes can only get there on very like two weeks. Space in yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, do I like Mama's pants and that she's a queen? Absolutely. Do you like, do I do you like Cyril's punch? accent? Actually, it's Cyril's accent. Yep. Actually, Cyril's got like a weird German or French I, accent. I, I, oh no, I French find, is Gillette. I said I find Gillette a little bit more offensive, but that's mostly because it just do you think he doesn't they, ease per, into it. Do you think they purposely made the gay guy French? Or the French guy gay? However you want to look at that. Well, no, I don't think at all, because in Casablanca he's sexless. Yeah, but in Archer, he's gay. Real guy. Real guy. So, yeah, I, I thought they just kind of dropped... I, I would have liked a little bit of world building. Um, and it opens with the running gag of him ruining a marriage, marriage. on the honeymoon. 
Yeah, because that was his thing when he lost his memory. No, that was when his um, fiance died. Oh no, fiance, because memory lost was Bob's Burgers. Well, like I said, no, he ran off and was a bartender at the resort town. Yeah. He lost his memory. My husband's out playing golf. What am I even doing? Is that the one where Lana has to go and find him and then end up fighting Tom Lennon and someone else? Where they they meet the weird like talking about Jerry and Terry? Yeah, they meet the the gay assassins. Maybe. Okay. It's been it's, it's nine been a seasons. While. Yeah, it's I know. nine seasons. It's been over years or over nine years because the production on that is, is incredible. But Maybe we will talk about some of the incredible production later. Um, let's jump into Black Hat. So we talked about this. Like when it Years was coming ago, out, when it when came it out. out, it's so bad. Yeah. Also, like, incredibly inaccurate, but more the thing bad. Is, it's not bad acting; it's just a bad script. It's a really was bad the script. acting passable. It was par. Okay. It was par. No, I like the thing. Because that was his first people. real like big one after Avengers or after Thor. Cabin or in the enough. Woods. That was before. But I'm just saying, he's been a leading man before. Like I said, the thing is that he probably shot this way before Avengers. And way before, well, mm. he probably thought this after Thor and before Avengers. So he had no idea what a superstar he'd be. That's true. And the thing is, yeah, I actually appreciate the fact that he took a role to be some guy who was smart and talented. It had this information on how to work this, you know episode of events I do like that most of the characters main characters were non-white really yeah okay I just the the inaccuracies it's just don't write a movie on hacking just don't you know why because the time you Um, get it out it'll be inaccurate well and just even the stuff they do is just not realistic Whatsoever on any level, it doesn't matter when they filmed it. Oh no, I'm the FBI, but I'm gonna hack the the NSA to get this program. Nope, not fucking hacking. No, yeah, you don't hack to get it's it's not good. That and, I, I'm not a fan of hunky nerds. Sorry. Well, many I want, years I want, ago, I like want, I said, we I had want our third Simon, list. I want I want Simon Pegg from Mission Impossible rather than Chris Hemsworth trying to hack. But like I said, so when we had Liz, this would be a much longer conversation. But yeah. he he warned me, he very much warned me not to watch the Seffing movie. And I never did, but I was at a place and you know FX, I like how you say that and I went immediately went you were like in a mental place where you're like, Okay, I think I'm ready to watch Black no, Hat. Now. No, it's one of those like <laughs> I was I just got home from grocery shopping and I'd randomly turned on the T V and went to get put, you know, pizzas in the oven and came back and Black Hat was on FX apparently it's always on FX. Mm-hmm. And sat down and I was watching, oh, that's Chris Hemsworth, I like him. And I kept watching and I'm like, oh no. No, no. No, 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 I don't no, even think he takes no, his shirt no. off in it. He does not, but that's not really the problem. Isn't it? It took him a long time to take his shirt off in Thor 3. So. It's just one of those things where I'm like, oh, Chris Hemsworth, I like this. Oh, computers, I like those too. And then I was like, you and the hot Asians do not save this movie. No. It, it's a terrible movie. Don't watch it, folks. Uh, it's, it's bad. It's really Not bad. as bad as Hackers, in terms of no, inaccuracies. No, no, no. Hackers. 
just know what you're looking at. Which is a hot mess. Just enjoy the movie and don't look for the real. No. Like, it, it's it's hard to suspend disbelief on that one. Real hard. Um, speaking of suspending belief, I did, uh, I did see Avengers. And uh, I bring this up because a few people at work had seen it and were talking to me about it. And one girl decided to pick it apart as if it were some kind of documentary or really happened. I was like... First of all, so you know you're, shut I was your like, fucking face. Well, I was like, why are you so angry? You're so aggressive. I know. What What was that? It was an at. Oh, yeah. See, you're aggressive. You're angry. I weighed the thing by a factor of 90 million. Honestly, now I think you're just making weird hand gestures at no, me. No, there was a fucking gnat. I'm sorry. <laughs> So angry. Oh, I totally picked up that. Um, he eating the fry? Oh, yes. Sorry. So, I will say, I was struck speechless by this movie. I would say expect the unexpected. Love it or shovel it? Oh, love it. Oh, so love it. How many um, stars? Uh-huh. How many stars? All of them. How many doves? I, I, just me. One does. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. Mm, can't say that. Um, it did make me want to quote Thor 3 all over again. Okay. Because um, I was... I, was you, I know him from work. No, no. It's it's all about quoting Korg at this yeah, point. Where he's like... Where he's like, this is Mick. He's a bug. He's got nice for hands. Buy a new dog. Like, all of that. Like, everybody was like, we tried to sell Rebellion. Not enough pamphlets. Like... Yeah. Phenomenal. Um, there's a great interview. Do so you feel like everything was integrated organically? I I think with a cast that big, upon first viewing, I will see it again. Upon first viewing, because of the way they divide everybody up, it seems like you're starting, like you start sentence A and stop and start sentence B and then stop and then start sentence C and then stop and then go back to sentence B and start to finish it but you don't really and then go back to A so it's very it it came off as a little disjointed at first because it's such a large cast that it's a matter of like that doesn't come off as convoluted not by the end of it because at that point you're like okay these people I mean there are still characters who have not met no one has met everyone at this point no one. Um, so, and you do have certain characters who haven't met who are now in situations where they're stuck together, I guess. Stuck in the middle of the view? Yeah. So, well, I can't say that shit. Um, would have been a good, great joke, though. Um, I loved it. I'm going to see it again. I was struck speechless. Literally speechless. Um, I would say... People who say, like, oh, expect the unexpected, that it is doing it a disservice. There are things you cannot, ex- like, that are so unbelievably unexpected that I will say to you after we're done recording. Um, okay. I'm not going to spoil the whole thing. I just have two words for you that I will not say on this podcast. Um, there are there are moments. Huh? Is it Rocket Raccoon? No. Um, it's funny. Um... I will say it's more about Thanos and the Avengers. Um, it, it, well, it fucking should be. They've been teasing him for well, how many movies? Well, but you get into f- technically only three. Um, and two of those were cameos. 
Because Guardians is the only one he's really in. What do you mean? Uh, what were, and then he's got the... Avengers 1. You only see him turn his face. He doesn't even say a word. He Loki's like, getting the army from him. Yeah, no, we know. But I'm saying, like, in terms of, like, seeing him on screen, you've seen him before Avengers Infinity War, you've seen him three times. You've seen his face turn, and that was early on. He doesn't even look the same at this point. Not even close. Um, he was in Guardians because he talks to Ronan a bunch. Um, and then uh, at the end of whatever the one is, uh, it was Ultron, where he puts on the gauntlet and says, I'll just do it myself. That's it. So you do get a lot of Thanos' some of Thanos's um, backstory and philosophy in it. So her vision in Scarlet Witch. Uh, good. I don't want to say too much. Um, I, I don't know what anyone's seen. If you're coming without even seeing a trailer, um, I can speak that from as a comic book fan. Um, it's what I expected. Um, in the comics, they're together. So, right, but so they are on. But they are on. You know, they're on opposite sides of the law because Scarlet Witch is one of the Secret Avengers, or what I refer to as the Secret Avengers, which is the team that Captain America, you know, um, forms. Form well. Uh, he uh, aids and abets them in escaping the raft, and they go on the run. And I, I just Funny refer thing to them is, the as, only time anybody ever says the raft, I immediately think Snow Crash. I think Life of Pi. Pass. <laughs> Um, yeah, that boy and that tiger, neither one of them Avengers. Um, though the Avengers did have Tigra, which I guess is kind of close. Anyway, uh, I, I loved it. I cannot wait for you to see it because I want to talk about it oh so goddamn bad. Next um, week. Stay for the credits. There, I will tell you, this isn't a huge spoiler at all. Uh, there is only one post-credit scene. There's no mid, it's just a post. Okay. Um... Playing on my phone during the credits, they pass by pretty quick. So, um, usually it's like I sit there and just stare at them, and it takes fucking forever. But uh, I, it is it is well worth it to for the post credit, as you'd imagine. Okay. Did he walk until his feet gave out? Huh? Post credits. That was at the end of Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Fox. Mm-hmm. Nobody walked. Okay. No doubt. Let him flew. So, him flew. I wanted to talk to you briefly Peter about... Peter Dinklage is a surprising character. Is he the one trying to pass the mutant legislation so none of us can do anything? Different universe. You're really caught between the whole Marvel Fox thing, aren't you? I am. Okay. I will say, they figured out a way to break the typecast on Peter Dinklage. Nice. Mm-hmm. I did want to ask you about a little bit on The Good Place, like I said, which is completely out of my field. Okay. Rewatching it, I basically figured out that Eleanor's problem is that she's impatient. If she could just lay back and let things happen, she'd be perfectly fine. Like in I the think that's how she got a kid. No, not rapey. Like I said, but in the first couple episodes, I didn't it's one say of those, consent. Like I said, when one of those first couple episodes, it's one of those, hey, do you want to help clean up the neighborhood or do you want to learn to fly? And because she's trying to be a good person, she wants to clean up the neighborhood, but then she hides trash everywhere. So she can learn to fly. Exactly. Do you think that's a finite period of time? You're in the good place. Everything will happen, ever. Well, 
Okay, yeah, she doesn't know the season one twist by that point. But I'm I, just saying, that... Damn it, heck up. I think That's she's... That's her main character flaw, is that she has no patience. Mm. Much like Chidi's character flaw. No. Is that it can't make decisions. I don't think it's impatience. I think... I think she's incredibly selfish. She does things for herself. It doesn't matter what they do to other people. And she will do whatever she does to help her. We watch it with that in mind. Because she's not cleaning up trash because she wants to. She's cleaning up trash so she can go fly. That's not imp- that's not impatience. That's selfishness. She's Almost selfish altruism. I don't know if she should be in the good place. I'm sorry, what? She's cleaning up trash so she can stay in the good place. God damn it. This is why you don't eat on podcasts. I yeah, I know. You can get all about it, but I'm right. God damn it. <laughs> and I was worried about you chewing. Got another one in there? Go on. Fuck you. <laughs> Well, I'll just keep talking about Batman Ninja. Oh! This is a really loose episode today. Sorry of the hiccups. Um, I watched Batman Ninja, and I... I wasn't really in the mood to watch it. Uh, I watched it because we hadn't seen Avengers yet, and we needed more to talk about. Um, but I'm not sad I watched Actually, it. Actually, I want to talk to you about Dark Knight. The uh, Paul Dini comic book, not the... Again? Mm-hmm. Going for a hat trick, folks. No, I lent it to a friend, and his exact words were, I liked it, but that guy's a pussy. Have you seen him? God damn it. Do you want to take a break? No. You sure? Because you can't talk through your hands while you're hiccuping. Yes, I can. No, you can't. (coughs) That's worse. So we took a brief break, so Deb could try to... Wait a, it, yeah, that wasn't bearing the lead at all. <laughs> uh, I mean that sincerely. Um, so what was your question about Dark Knight, I think is where we left off. You said that Paul Dini was a pussy. Oh, right, the book. No, I didn't say that. Sorry, Andy, oh, no. Your and other friend. And who will remain unnamed read the book and really liked it. Right, and I said, have but. you seen him? Okay, so Paul Dini does not look at the type that would fight off a mugger. Um, I like Paul Dini. I respect him a great deal. You also have to imagine, like, N- not, New York not, in the not 80s. Not a physically confrontational man. But I'm just say. saying, like, imagine New York at that point in time. There were probably some scary ass people. Oh, this is way before the Times Square, like, revamp. I mean, this is. This, this is when New York is, was New York. This is, yes. This is CD Underbelly. Um, this is, I mean, th- he was effectively living in Gotham City. Pretty much. Um, I don't know if he ever makes that parallel, but very, very true. Um, the thing I want- is that I'm a big fan of that book. It's a Batman book that's not a Batman book. Yes. And we've talked about it lots. And I gave it to my therapist, and she actually really liked it. And just, it's like, what? God damn it. One of those things where I gave it to a quote unquote man's man. He's like, I kind of liked it, but that guy's a pussy. Would you call him a man's man? I would. Oh, there's Amber. Um. 
Why watch Batman Ninja? <laughs> um, I need to talk about the production on this. Okay. Love oh, hearing. so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that, like, Japanese almost fresco look? Um, and Amber is going to be joining us, apparently. Hi. No, no, I have some business to take. Amber, this is Doug. Hi, Doug. Hi, I'm Doug. We're We've met before years okay. ago. Good to see you again. Like to see you. You smell nice. As quick as she was here, she's gone, folks. Um, no, but you know the that um, not woodcut. You know that really detailed. You know the wave, that famous piece of Japanese art with the wave. Well, yeah, like yeah. Not, oh crap! But it's it's almost like a fresco type. Like it's that really detailed. They use it a lot when they're like doing posters for Kabuki, and I can't think of the name of the. Okay. The yeah, but they do all of their um, backgrounds in yeah. that, and it is gorgeous, and it looks like almost like cell shaded CGI, um, which would take so long. It is gorgeous. The storyline grabbed me at first, which is uh, Gorilla Grodd creates a time machine, a, a quantum engine, I believe he calls it and transports um, several Arkham villains and Batman's entourage, including Red Hood, which is kind of cool, um, to feudal Japan. Uh, Batman gets clear of the explosion at first and then eventually gets through the, the portal within a matter of seconds. Mm-hmm. But in those seconds, two years have passed for the rest of them stuck in feudal Japan. Uh, so the, all the villains have carved out chunks of Japan and uh, they're going to war to find out who's going to run Japan and change history, right? Um, I loved it. I liked the storyline until the villains made um, like mechanical walking fortresses that eventually turn into a Voltron. What you At mean, that, like a siege tower? Yeah, but like it, like they they like move, like they have like tank treads and shit. Like, and the level of which, like, even in two years, there's no way you could build that. So what you're telling me With is the they available had technology. too much knowledge. No, not at all. What I'm saying is you could not build a giant mechanical fortress with the available engineering and industrial... Like At one point, like Joker's harvesting... Harvesting? Mining um, coal, and they're like, oh, but like the Industrial Revolution obviously won't happen for hundreds of years. And it's like, yeah, but even then... like. These are very complex machines. They form the five fortresses of the other villains, like Deathstroke and Penguin, eventually form into a Voltron. Like, there's no fucking way they could do that. So, you're telling me a problem with the timeline? No. What I'm saying is the technology that they use to form these giant robots is so insane that there's no way they could have done it. And yes, I appreciate that Japanese culture is heavily steeped in giant robots. That's not the point. The point is they needed more time to develop to Japan. It would have taken decades. This is like, okay, so their fortresses, think about how big a, a, a fortress would be. The size of a... Like, I, I don't even know. Um, but like, yeah, a huge giant siege fortress. I mean, they have armies. Also, speaking of armies... I don't care if there's a million of them. Armies of monkeys are not okay. I don't know why. Because you think, army, awesome. Monkeys, great. Army of monkeys ruins shit. 
it ruined Batman Ninja, and it ruined the Indiana Jones movie that doesn't exist. Which I still haven't seen, but I do know there's an army of monkeys in it. Which is one of the so, reasons why it doesn't exist. I was going to briefly aliens. talk about this later, but I listened to the last book in the Iron Druid Chronicles. Is there a monkey army in this? Are there no, insane robots for no reason? No. Okay. However, one of the characters befriends a sloth, and the sloth effing hates monkeys. Like, does not trust them. Like Superboy? Actually, pretty much, yeah. Hates monkeys, like, doesn't trust them, think they move too fast, doesn't trust their little monkey hands. Yeah. Okay, I can see him saying that very slowly. There is one thing he hates more, though, which is toucans. He says the colorful beak is to distract you from their deep, evil eyes. To look into the eye of a toucan is to look into the eye of pure evil. I prefer the Ron Swanson that the only thing he hates worse than liars is skim milk, because it's water lying about being milk. That is true. Um, but yeah... The production of it is gorgeous. The character designs were done by Japanese name. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce. Okay, um, I'm sorry. I still want to see like I'm always gonna see Ninja Batman or Ninja Samurai Batman or. Oh, he's he dresses like a samurai and then he learns the ways of ninja. Like he does the whole rounds of Japanese culture. Uh, hailed as like a a prophecy of like a bat god to lead the bat clan. Um, Where's man bat? We don't talk about Man-Bat because Man-Bat scared Doug so bad during playing Arkham Knight, he had to pause and then laugh <laughs> when his roommate was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But I'm just saying, they man thought Bat I'd hurt like myself. They thought I'd hurt myself. And I like started laughing because I didn't realize that I'd reacted so viscerally to Man-Bat scaring the fuck out of me on that game. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Um... But the, the character designs were the same guy who did um, the character designs for Afro Samurai. Oh, nice. Um, which I love the production on Afro Samurai. There's a reason why that uh, that series cost a million dollars an episode, other than the voice, the American voice acting was phenomenal. Um, with uh, Ron Perlman and Samuel Jackson and Kelly Who. But. Um, which, by the way, I think it's time for us to rewatch Axe Cop. I, uh, it, it's been gone for a while. I know there's at least one season I didn't watch. Um, it's not a good show. No, it's, it's an it's, entertaining it's, it's, show. Yes, it is. Schizophrenic's not the word, but like it's it's nonsensical to the point where you're like, okay. You're like, I get. Like, like at some point, Teen Hunger Force did not, that, where it just got so weird that I was like, they're not Alaskan I, king. They sure feel big. Huh? The crab. Is that a line from the a, crabs? I didn't say that one. See, like when they have no, when they have the the thing that increases everything, and he uses his dick, and he's like, they're not Alaskan king, but they sure feel big. Yes, yeah, I don't know what that is. Like there was, a, don't look it up. It I doesn't want my matter. My fucking elf, and I want my fucking blood. God, those hiccups are. Something. I know they're fucking terrible. Um, but yeah, so Batman Ninja story-wise, it's. Slightly subpar. I was kind of like, nah, okay. It's it's. A, it, I wouldn't say it's paint by numbers, but it's dangerously close. Um, I will have to say, uh, the Red Hood, his character designs for being like this weird Buddhist monkey wears like this like red basket mask, which is, it looks oh, fucking shit. cool. No, it fucking totally you works. You said red basket mask. It doesn't sound cool. It's like this big red basket. It looks like he looks like a like a traveling 
mug, I guess, is what... I guess they wear baskets on their heads. I don't fucking know. I didn't Google it. Um, but I gotta say, earlier when we were talking about, like, you know, um, like, voice, uh, you know, like, uh, the Venom the venom you like is from the comics and all that, and no, I mentioned Mark Hamill as the Joker. Um, Tony Hale, who you know from... Um, oh, I know him from Rest of Development. Yeah. As, as Buster. Which I just started rewatching. Oh, so good. Fourth now season I have to find a rough. maritime lawyer. I have to get rid of the C word. I'll leave it. I'm getting ready. It's one of, one of my favorite jokes from that. Bob um, Blah Blah. Bob Blah Blah is Blah Blah. Um, Bob Blah Blah. Yeah. Blah Blah Blah. Blah Blah. And it's Blah Blah. Anyway, um, he's the voice of the Joker, and he does fucking awesome. I know. Um, it's a good thing we're almost at the end of the list then. Uh, and then a quick update. Um, other Because the only thing that stopped me from playing God of War was Sing Avengers. I actually ran late on our recording. I'm a backpack. I'm, yes, the dad of war where it's like, one day you must fend for yourself, but for right now, hop on my back like a baby koala while I climb this tiny wall. Which, when you sent me that, I wrote back, that is frighteningly accurate. It is so accurate. What I wanted to ask is that you'd mentioned that at some point he becomes less annoying. Have you reached that point yet? He's gotten l- less <laughs> annoying as a combat AI. Um, not AI. Yeah, AI. I call him an AI, sure. Um, but as like a non-playable, like combat, um, okay. he's I've pimped him out, uh, and he's fucking fantastic. I love utilizing him, and he can actually kill things on his own. Like, he's actually useful, because all of his shit's <laughs> ranged. So it's like, if I'm in trouble, I can just back off of the action and just range attack him until I can walk back in and just murder shit mercilessly, which happens, I would say, ad nauseum, but ad nauseum in a good way. Okay. Because I'm starting to, like, as I get further in the game, I unlock more skills. Watching the, like, like the unlockable, like, deaths when you get this thing called, like, I think it's called, like, Cleave, or ex- Executioner's Cleave, is fucking awesome. You just, like, bisect people. It's great. Um, though, surprisingly, not a lot of blood in this game. It's a lot of, like, you're fighting a lot of the elemental stuff, like fires and ice. So, a lot less blood than the first three games for the PlayStation franchise. Thus far. Um, I would say as, like, a cooperative AI, when you're, like, just running around with all the side missions, and oh my god, there's so much side mission to do. Um, which I love. I, I mean, the world is so engrossing. Like I said last week, it reminds me a lot of Horizon Zero Dawn and that I, I'll put the story like on pause, like not on pause, but I'll like go off and like just run like side missions to get shit. Um, and not because I necessarily need the materials, so that does help. Um, but just because I'm so interested in what's going on in the world. Oh, fuck, I gotta remember that spirits over in that one area. Anyway. Um, you need to make a note. No, because I, I can't remember what island he's on uh, in the Lake of Nine. But anyway, I'll find him again. I, I hope. God damn it. Um, you may have to punch me in the chest. No, I'm good. Um, I'd, you know, I'd much rather have you for like ten years and abs. I'd much rather have you hiccup. Lightning gave me abs. I'd much rather have you hiccup than have audio proof that I committed assault. It wouldn't be assault. I asked you to. It'd still be proof. Be like mutual combat. <laughs> what? Well, Combat's when two people chest. fight. Like I said, you punch me in the chest. Am and I fighting smack the you in the face. They're your symbiote. 
We are hiccup. God damn it. See? I can hate you. I summoned it. Um. Which, by the way, we're going to talk about Legion, but not till next week. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I have opinions on that. Uh, Thank you, Donald Sutherland. What does that even mean? What does Donald Sutherland have to do with Legion? I'm caught up, so... They have him on all, like, the teaser commercials. Donald Sutherland? Mm-hmm. I'm caught up, and I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'll go back and look. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think it's Donald <laughs> Sutherland. Last episode was episode four, and I just watched it a couple days ago. Thanks, Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. It's, that's, that's getting good there. Um... My only thing that he's annoying is that when you like start to leave an area and he's like, are we going to go like home or like is there something else to do? And you're like, god damn it, there's something else to do. But he never tells you what. Um, or like he's like, hey, look up there. And I can't figure out what the fuck he's ever looking at. Like, it's actually like having a kid. Where they're like, look, there's a thing. And you're like, what? You and they're like, there. I know. But like, she's not as annoying as this kid. And she's probably not as effective in combat. That I'm aware of. I mean, we've never fought like fire skeletons from Norse hell, but there'll be a time, I'm sure. Um, Deb, any mistakes you made other than getting the hiccups? And bringing up your daughter? I don't know, see how that's a mistake, but okay. No, that, that was a mistake. God damn it. And you're paying for it. Uh, no, uh, things are good. I unfortunately have the hiccups because life sucks. People know. No, they don't. I've been hiding it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mistakes I made this week. Um, no, things have been pretty good. Like I said, I rewatched Big Mouth with a friend, and he loved it. Never a mistake. I started watching The Good Place with him. And Thus, you brought it up. Just as good. You did point out to me that I probably should have done a justified thing with it, where I just w- God damn it, waited till the end. Well, that's how I watched the first season. Well, I mean, you remember you kept saying, watch Justified, watch Justified, watch Justified, and I waited until the series ended until I watched it, and I loved that. Yeah, but I think comedies versus dramas are different in that. There's shifts from character development and character intention from season to season that pissed me right the fuck off with Justified. Really? They shared a lady that didn't make sense. Who shared? Oh, Raylan and um, Walter Croyd. Goggins. Yeah, didn't make sense. Batman and the Joker. Batman and Joker had a girlfriend they both shared. Mm-hmm. It did not make Ava? sense. Ava, is that her name? Yes. A, yeah. Didn't make sense. First of all, I did not understand why Raylan got involved with her in the first place. They were child, like they no, were like childhood no, sweethearts. No. Yeah. Still didn't make sense. He may have had some affectionate feelings towards her, but them getting involved sexually did not make sense. I disagree, but... Once again, conflict is defined as character. Spoilers. She had a child. Walter Goggins. She had a... Chad. Child. Jesus Christ, Deb. Chad. That she was trying to hide, and... She only got caught because they went to the pumpkin patch. Did they have a kid? Her and Walter Goggins? That was the series finale. Is that Raylan had been looking for her and he couldn't find her and he couldn't find her anywhere and there was like this random picture of her and the kid in the pumpkin patch in the paper somewhere and he tracked her down and she's like, don't tell him. Don't tell him ever. 
I don't remember that. It's been a while since I watched it. Bitch, go watch it. I'm good. That's that's a that's a time time commitment I'm not willing to make right now. For the best uncostumed Batman ever. I know. Also, it, it really really bothered me when he got reinvolved with his ex. My who have a kid to go. Yeah, I believe they called her Willa. Hmm. Also, he's such a dick bag about the fact that they weren't together with her new gentleman friend afterwards. <laughs> Like, he had a real problem with the gentleman friend calling Will a punk. No, but they end up together, right? No. They end up separated, she's with somebody else, and he sees his kid. I do remember that. There you go. Why? Because he's apparently some in weird way still hung up on Ava, despite the fact that there's no reason to be hung up on her. No, because she ends up going back to Boyd. Yeah, and her and Boyd have a kid together that she hides from Boyd and hides from everyone till he finds her because of the goddamn paper. See? Yeah, that's right. Social contract, asshole. Why don't we start using headphones when you're on your laptop? We talked briefly about this, but it seems like, yeah. Actually, I think social contract, when you walk into a place and the first thing you ask is the Wi-Fi password, we know you're going to be a dickbag. Oh, that's not true. I do that. You don't say hello, I'd like a, what's the Wi-Fi? Oh, oh, oh. Well, I inter- Literally the first thing you ask. Is that true? Hi, that's me. Sorry. That's not the booth. No, um, literally the first thing he asked. Like, walked in the door, pulling out laptop from bag, what's the Wi-Fi password? Not hello. Not, you know, I'd like a cup of coffee. Yeah, Just, he's been very inconvenienced. He's not here anymore, so we can talk about this. Not that that would have stopped us. Hey, I'm sorry that you're so old I, and poor. You don't the, have your own the first, Wi-Fi. The How first, about you fuck off? The first... Little break oh my we god, took. the hiccups are gone. Is it because of Blue Oyster Cult? No, but I do love this song. Um, so, uh, I don't know what made me think of this, but I heard a, a Nicki Minaj song where she rhymed China with China and China. I'm just saying, like, this song's fucking awesome, and, like, that's no, what music go, go, has become. Gonna. Did you purposely get the name of the song I wrong? Did, actually. Okay, good. I was like, holy shit, I'm going to blow your mind if you fucking think that's the name of this song. No. Okay. No. Um, so, oh, so, yeah, like, yes, A, like, I, I walk in and I go, yeah, can I get a menu? Or, uh, no, I'm not Thank saying you. that to you, sorry. Um, Thank you. But, like, I'll walk in and say, hi. I don't say, hi, I'm Doug. That's just kind of weird. Just say, um, hi. And they, well, usually they come over and they go, Oh, what well, can I get you? And they, they kind of take well, the can, lead on that. But I go, your, oh, can I get a Sprite? You opening gambit. And I get out my computer, and I settle in. And then I just go, excuse me, like, do you have an open Wi-Fi? Is there a, a code? I think politeness is you order something first, ass face. Well, yeah, but once they say, like, can I get you something, and I order something, then that contract is fulfilled. I repeat, you order something first. Oh, you're not saying that about me. No, of course um, not. So I thought we were having the beginning of this podcast where we're just on totally different fucking pages. Um, and, uh, but then, like, to watch something on your computer or phone without your headphones, I think is extremely rude. But I think it's also one of those things where it's like, we've all been on a bus or a light rail or a train with somebody who thinks they should play Or been in public when someone's doing that. I don't think it necessarily... They think they should play, like, their music out loud. Like, hey, just because... Hey, he's a sexy guy. Real quick. What else is Kit Harrington in that I'm not aware of? Um, is this Gladiator? Um, Gods uh, and Monsters. Pompeii. Oh, this is Pompeii. All right. It's playing in the background. 
It took me way longer than it should have to think of something else Kit Haring's in his been in. Yeah, I just Pompeii. didn't know he was in anything but Game of Thrones and car commercials. Yeah, Pompeii. Uh-huh. I think about how that ends. It's like his, you know, Prince of Persia. It's... Yeah, Sorry, I tried to one. say that without laughing. You don't have to. Um, you can laugh. It's a terrible movie. Yeah, but I really loved that game when I was younger. Especially that one. Sands of Time, the third one? It's fucking... No. Was that the third one? Or was the third one the one with the Dark Prince? Fuck, I don't remember. Anyway. Um, but yeah, that guy was an asshole. And he acted inconvenient. And I was nice, folks. I know Deb was like, don't do it. And honestly, I, you probably thought I was going to be a bit more of myself. And, but I was very polite. I said, hey, we're recording something. Could you please at least turn on your volume? I even offered. I said, I have a pair of headphones. I'd be more than happy to let you use. I just, I just understand cleaned why people think that it's socially acceptable to listen to something. Andy was watching sports clips from like 1973. Like, like what? Why the fuck? You're not even watching. Like if I walked over and you're watching Game of Thrones or something. Like if you're watching something. But it's just one of those things where it's like that this wasn't isn't your like Terry Bradshaw's. Room. Like on. I said, this isn't your fucking living room. No, I agree. Maybe keep that in mind. I don't walk in like I own the place. Uh, my last name isn't the place that we're staying. Well, like I said, I told you that I did a charity event on Saturday, and one of the things that we were trying to get all of the volunteers to tell everybody there was, hey, remember, you're a guest in this neighborhood. And I mean, essentially, that's pretty much every place you ever go. Remember, you're a guest here. Yeah. Even, even... I got nothing. I was gonna say even the planet Earth. I was gonna get like really meta, like metaphysical on it. Like, no, no. Man, we're all just guests in this no. big blue marble, man. Mr. Superman says no. No, no Superman. You know here. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.